Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Neon Popsicle Live. And if you aren't watching us live, then that means you are not following us on Twitch. You can find us there at Neon underscore Popsicle and see all the behind the scenes uh, bloopers. We just had a little light fixture <laughs> setup going on here. Uh, things you only catch on the live. Try to follow us on Instagram if you can. If you guys have an Instagram, if you don't have an Instagram, good on you. Social media is bad. Um, but if you do happen to have an Instagram, follow us on there so you can see the whole archive of episodes and summaries we have listed. Give you updates on when we're going live. Um, speaking of going live, I wanted to do a live stream, a 24-hour live stream soon. Maybe Ooh. for a cause of some sort. Maybe some kind of charity. I think I've said it before. We're li- I'm liking this. Yes. Um, I feel like the title, 24-hour live stream, parentheses, charity event or something, could draw in viewers and make people continue watching and give us a little more incentive to continue the 24-hour stream. <laughs> Let's see. A I'll- brutal 24-hour stream. I want to do maybe a little more research into St. Jude's Hospital. Because they do cancer treatments for kids. For kids stuff, yeah. And they don't make them pay. It's all free. It's free for them. Mm. So I want to see if it's a legit charity. Because there's some charities out there that take like 95% of the money and profit. And then it goes into someone's pocket, basically. Yeah. Where very little of that money goes to the actual charity event. St. Jude, I feel like, has a good reputation. But I just don't need it to be owned by anyone like Bill Gates or anything, you know? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll we'll do our research. If anybody has some great charities that they know of, let us know. See, this is this is cool. The good little new stream setup. This is the new live look. If we have a, a live video that we want to show you, I can just click to internet scene really quick, and then uh, I'm just watching here on the live to see it change before our eyes. Wham! And then I'll be able to show you. Hell yeah! Very cool. It flows too, nice and easy. You know, Egypt just unearthed a 2,500-year-old sarcophagus recently. A new one. A new old one. Another sarcophagus. Uh, yeah. T- yeah. 2,500 years old. Why haven't we found all the sarcophagi yet? Where are these sarcophagi coming from? And how can I believe that this sarcophagus is real if some people are, are now even doubting that dinosaurs are real? You know what I'm what kind of you know messes with my head is why they keep opening these goddamn sarcophagus. You've seen a mummy. You know what it is. <laughs> Quit disturbing the dead. Quit looking for a sarcophagus to find, remove from the grave, in which it was buried with its treasures, and then quit popping them open to see the, the mummies inside. Yeah, uh, you guys are bringing curses out into the real world that I don't think... There's got to be some kind of effect. We're ready for it. Right. <laughs> if not even to us, that poor soul that was set oh. into his afterlife, and then he's like, wait, what's going on? Like, this is the whole ritual, and this is exactly what, what his religion and spirit was meant to go through, was being sealed away for all of eternity. And then we're just like... We're just like, oh, what's this? Like, curious apes, dude. Oops, I broke his arm. Oops. Like, sheesh, Luis, guys. Yes, we get it. They still have hair and fingernails. We get it. We've seen it. We understand. Their hair is very long. The hair keeps growing. <laughs> we know. They have bad teeth. They die of teeth stuff. Right, guys. Come on. I've seen the movies. There's got to be some kind of some kind of effect. Kind of like there's this, there's this situation right now where the sun, the moon, and the earth are all aligned. I'm not sure if maybe it's still happening now or it was very recent. Nibiru. And, and it was call, cause, <laughs> causing something called a king's tide. And wow. I guess that happens anytime the Earth, Sun, and the Moon are cosmically aligned. Do mm. you think, seeing that there's an effect like that on the macro, such as higher tides or whatever, yes. let's check out king tides if we can. A king tide is an especially high spring tide, especially the Perigean spring tides, which occur three or four times a year. King tide is not a scientific term, nor is it used in scientific <laughs> context. <laughs> right, so Google. it's especially high. It's an especially high tide. Um, do you think there's any other type of cosmic effect on on Earth or humanity when something like that happens? If it's affecting the oceans? Is that even possible? I, I, okay, scientifically, I just think it's affecting the oceans because of gravity. Yeah. 
because the Earth. But dude, there's no cosmic importance. You think that just that's just nah. That just happens. I don't know. Okay, the um, the non woo woo in me yeah says like yeah it's gonna happen sometimes yeah there's no saying that that's important but the cosmic spiritual connect like spiritualness in me is like hmm maybe it does align some kind of energies because each the sun is rules over a certain energy the earth planet rules over a certain energy and so does the moon and when these are aligned yeah i mean it's affecting the, like you said, the gravitational pull itself of the Earth. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some kind of. I mean, gravitational. We don't see on the spirit, on on life itself. Maybe <laughs> if gravity affects life more than water, like I, I feel like it's just pulling the water to the surface. I don't know whether what other effect gravity could have on our bodies. I don't know if it's just gravity. I know that's gravity in the effect that we can see it. You know, that's how it can be. We can measure it based on the effect of gravity. Sure. Gravity is even real. (laughs) Yeah, flat (laughs) earth. Hey, hey. How can I say? If we can see it by it affecting gravity, there's got to be some kind of effect it has that we aren't seeing. (laughs) It's got to be. It's like if the water is affected by gravity, I could imagine it's being like pulled up. Maybe we're being pulled up a little more. That's uh, just less it. heavy. There's no. I see. Maybe so there's, we'll be it's less. really just. Maybe we'll be way less. A on little that bit. Day. All right. King's tide equals way less. Equals maybe maybe. You heard you heard it here, guys. Maybe a pound less. <laughs> so that's the prophet. No, I'm just kidding. I won't say the prophet. You guys can call me the oracle. Oh <laughs> shit. Okay. Anytime um, now. Anytime I I make a mistake, something like. Literally, like I'll turn around, I'll knock something off the shelf I'll, t- I'll say to myself what face what face what face what face wow remember like, that scene no from what the matrix okay let me look it up just put in the matrix what face that's exactly what was <laughs> going to my head bidios uh, bidio oh the oracle <laughs> yes I'd ask you to sit down but you're not going to anyway and don't worry about the She things. knows. What is? That face. <laughs> wow. So anytime I accidentally make some kind of clumsy mistake, I'll just say, what face? Wow. It kind of just helps me not be so upset about it. Like you are Neo. Yeah, it was bound to happen, bro. <laughs> There's nothing I could have done. Oh, that's true. It's, yeah, it was, it was destiny. Oh, man. It I was love destiny. The Matrix, dude. I love The Matrix. I love The Matrix. Gotta watch it again. Do a neon pop. That's a good neon popsicle watch along. Oh, bro. Because that's on theme. Like, Napoleon Dynamite wasn't really on theme. It was just kind of a movie that I liked. Mm. But mm. Uh, The Matrix is on theme with the watch along we could do. We were talking earlier about uh, how everybody individually has like their own dreams and wants. And like desires, I can't remember exactly the, the conversation we were having. Yeah, <clears throat> I know. I I remember. Or do you yeah. have, want to go straight to it? If you remember, it was please. basically how like Charlie Rocket has this. He's he he he'll show videos of him helping individual people that he just you know wanted to help in that particular day, and so he'll reach out to this want to an individual that say needs help. Or has a dream or something that they just need in their life so bad to just, you know, they just want it so bad. You know, Charlie Rocket will give them money to pay their rent or whatever. But it makes me think how crazy it is that every single person on earth, including you and I and people listening, we all have our own dreams, our own wants, our own goals in life. Like Uh we all have our own yeah things we want you know there's eight billion people on earth Mm -hmm. all of them have desires and wants and needs it's just a trip and everyone's desire and want and need is different because 
the way that everyone views life, we also talked about, is different. Everyone sees life differently than you do. That's why it's so hard to understand the way people think sometimes. That's right. And a more powerful way, Jordan Peterson put it, is that life is giving itself to each individual in a completely different way. It's not that everybody's choosing from a different set of facts. It's a literally a completely different life. That's why when we hear people's perspectives that come from another pers- you know, perspective or a place we don't quite understand, it seems so like, how can this person think that way? This is absurd mm-hmm. almost in some cases. So different cultures, for instance, uh, things can just seem ridiculous, weird. Yeah. Beans on toast? Ugh. Cannibalism? Like, <laughs> some, I mean, they're, they go hand in hand. But, uh, but yeah, things like that. And it's because the world is, again, presenting itself through this person completely different. Yeah. Their whole life has been, they've been brought up through life with different experiences. And no one in the world has the same experience in life. Even twins, no matter how similar you guys are. Yeah. Like, no matter how similar anyone is, their experiences are all different. It, even if they go through the same things, the chemicals and stuff in their brain act different to make them see life in a different view. Yep. Like, there's no, no one's view in life will be the same. Mm. So you can't get 100% agreeance on everything, but I think it's about harmonizing and accepting everyone's view. I, I think that's why it's so powerful to find communities and people that are able to say something that a lot of people can relate to mm-hmm. because it is so vastly different for everybody and everybody does have such different points of view that if somebody's able to gather their ideas and thoughts and put it into a cohesive like plan or dream or vision and it's like wow that's very it's actually it's almost like impressive and people look to that mm-hmm. because it is so different out there and yeah. now there's this one cohesive vision that this one guy is able to put and say uh, building a community say for instance too like fans and Joe Rogan's listeners aren't necessarily it's other podcast people well, I don't know everybody listens to fucking Joe I can't use him as an example for anything huge. he's huge anyway but yeah it's 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 crazy man I I don't know everyone Yeah, the universe wants to experience life through everyone's, like, facets. Through the facet of everyone, like. Right. And because we are the universe experiencing itself as humanity. Right. We would like to experience life through every single facet. Which I feel like might be why vlogs and YouTube is so interesting. Mm. Because yeah. it's giving us another experience of another life beyond our own. Yeah. And I feel like that might be why a natural human progression or desire might be to get this neural chip and be linked to everyone mm. to be able to combine our all of our experiences into one. That, and like, mm. that only then could you truly experience what life is. Because now we're all... Millions of people only experiencing what life is through our specific experience. Yes, yes. our limited, very limited mm-hmm. tunnel vision lens. Maybe in like the far future, year twenty seven hundred. Whoa! We will all twenty seven. Yeah, there will be a being that is basically the experience of all in one. <laughs> that's the matrix man yeah yeah dude they you they it's uh i i'm really starting to you gotta stay human man they're, hashtag stay human they're good they're gonna freaking it's a it's a ploy to make you unhuman dude it's the spirit in you that makes you human i don't know it's big wanna... tech big <laughs> tech is trying to make you unhuman they're trying to make you tech Mark Zuckerberg is a lizard person. Don't trust him. Mark Donor? Is that the Twitter dude? <laughs> did I say Mark Mark Zuckerberg? Did I say Mark Don- Zuckerberg too? Oh, I uh, think uh, Mark Donor is another person. Uh, donor for sure. I don't know if it's Mark. Oh yeah, let me see. But who's Dorsey? Mike? Mark Dorsey? Mark Dorsey. Yeah. Yes. Um, Jack Dorsey. 
Jack Dorsey. There you go. Yep. Jack Dorsey. These are the powers that be. These are the actual shadow governments that are running things right now. Jack Dorsey, Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates is behind big tech too. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. These, I a word I heard today on a Paul Joseph Watson video, technocrats. They're, oh, whoa. <laughs> that's basic- great. That's great. They're basically ruling the world through technology, dude. Yeah. Ruling the way people think and the way people act and what they do through technology. They're writing, they are writing the narrative. They're making you do what you think is your free will. <laughs> it is their will. Dude, right. It's like God can't control free will, but technocrats can. You see the movie Bruce Almighty where he can't control free will? Yes. All he has to do is make a tech company, though. Jack Dorsey can control free will. Oh, my gosh. Well, guys. They can influence it so heavily. It's true. By editing, censoring. Yeah. Not allowing certain conversation. It doesn't make sense to censor conversation. They might censor this conversation. It just doesn't make sense. (laughs) It doesn't make sense to censor. No, No sense to censorship. Don't censor me, man. Don't censor me, man. Because if somebody sounds dumb, just let them sound dumb. They they just sound dumb. But I, some of them are. I, speaking I was the having truth. this discussion though with somebody too. Um, they may be sounding dumb, but I think the line gets crossed when people start to say what he's saying is causing harm to people yeah. in the real world. When enough people can like mindless not really thinking for themselves people come across his post online and think oh that's real and true then it starts to become a problem because then he starts convincing masses of people if his post goes viral which Mm -hmm. is misinformation even if he sounds stupid the it's his sounding stupid is going to make these ten thousand people also stupid right that's dangerous we don't want one person stupid to spread to everyone else that's crazy, though, man. I but feel it's like so hard to trust. You'll never <laughs> humanity will never become mature enough to. So you have to go through tribulations in order to learn, right? As even as as a person, yes. as a species. Yes. So if we are consistently being censored and protected from having to face such realities, just don't let them happen. Well, you can't just not let it happen. You have to kind of let it happen and see how. We handle it. Perfect AI could solve that. Mm. Um, a, an a, a sophisticated enough AI could run the simulation and see how humanity would react and say, nah, don't do that. <laughs> right, nah. Instantly, too. Wrong move, no. guys. Oh. Nope. <laughs> wow. Perfect AI knows what to do. I'm okay with... Uh, shoot. See, here I go again. <laughs> now I want AI. No, bro. Dang it. Hashtag stay human. Okay, all right, all right. See? Ah. <laughs> That's what the technocrats want. They want you on their side. They're pulling me. In their control. Damn, technocrat. Ruling society through technology. And That's that dope shirt. Technocrats <laughs> ruling the world through ruling technology. Ruling society through technology. Whoa. I love that shit, bro. Yeah, I'm going to write that down in my notes. Make a shirt of that. Technocrats. It's like a cool little commercial. Ruling society through technology. Through technology. And that, it, it's interesting, too, because it kind of ties into what I was thinking the other day. How, you know, we all have individual lives. We only have one perspective, which is our life. You know, that's all we can see, all we can understand. Um, and even when somebody else tells you a story, it's your perception of what they told you. It has nothing. That, it's still up. It's your. It's in your head. That's what they could they mean by it, based on a lot of things. So we can't see life from all angles simultaneously. But we can with robots and machines. Yeah. Is that the seeking of truth? That might is, be what the universe that, wants. Is that truth being able to see life at all angles at all times? At one like is that truth? I've just heard the phrase that we are the universe experiencing itself. Yes. Multiple times. And if we truly are the universe experiencing itself and we want to experience ourselves as the universal collective, we cannot do that unless we are all connected. 
So maybe that is the seeking of truth. Maybe. Is being able to see life from all angles at the same time. Maybe. Because... 2077. What's 2077? 2077 is the year that the being or the energy will all be one and experienced all at the same time. We'll all be connected. Why that? Why is, when, when, why, what happened in 2025? Can, that, well, that's just the beginning of the date where technology, the technological advancement becomes out of hand, beyond human control, almost. 2025 is when we either go beyond humanity or okay. AI takes on a narrative of its own. It's like a, it's a singularity date. Mm-hmm. That's not necessarily the date when all data is able to be experienced at the same time. Mm. There mm. still has, there's still something that has the, and there has to be a spiritual and data connection. That's gonna be weird. That will have to happen because the spirit will want to experience the, everything, but it will only be able to do so through data. <laughs> yeah, because data can be experienced all at once. Yes, downloaded As- into one being. As an experience, right. Mm. Mm. The spirit and data will have to work as one. Hashtag stay human and hashtag singularity will have to come together. They'll still use programs like the 20-back program in 2077? Or will that be completely done? And when did they start using that? That'll be done. That's old news then. That's being used now. So what is the 20-back program for those who don't know? So the 20-back program will be used... It's like a CIA uh, high-class security clearance program that the government will will basically give you a mission and have you study a field of research for them, say like anti-gravity or space travel. Uh, And then once you reach 20 years into research for them, if you are able to like keep their secrets Go through with everything they want you to do. Be a good little scout. Uh, you are then age... No, qu- they are quantumly time and age regressed backward 20 years. Retaining all the information you know. But are you f- you're now 20 years young again and you continue the research. Again. Uh-huh. And you like bring back the information you know, I guess, with you. And then you actually, yeah, you regress in age 20 years. Yep. So you get your... You... Quantumly. Quantum oh, age what? regression. Let me do this. It sounds like Wonka vision for some reason to me. Like, the, the, that's just as real as something of, as Wonka vision. Do you think they have Wonka vision? Yeah. It's like, it, that's just extremely advanced virtual reality, I feel. I don't feel like you'd want to go into the image and become small, but you're just bringing the image around you. Yeah, you not necessarily for you to be the image, but to be able to grab things from the television. Yes, physical Products teleportation. Like companies can send samples the woman through their commercials. Really knew too much is how Stephanie... I don't think through commercials they could do it. I don't think they can do it through something like a TV. But I feel like they have like a machine where you can mm. transport product like that. Mm. But uh, 3D printers are the beginning of it. They'll be able to send data, oh, yeah. and then it'll just like. Like yeah. a fucking uh, Midnight Gospel. Mm-hmm. When he makes like the pie messiah, you'll just have to order something, boop, and then it goes, and it like builds it with laser. You have to put in your ingredients into your 3D printer, and then it'll cook it for you. Like, it'll 3D print that shit. Damn. Wow. Cooking will no longer be necessary. Cooking 2025. YouTube hides the truth now, bruh. Yeah, they do, bro. These technocrats are hiding the truth. Um, that brand Rip and Dip, yes, considered a skate brand, or just a counterculture brand. I would say like a, it's a cultural brand, but skaters adopt it because it has that kind of vibe. Because, say skaters went to a place that they know they're not supposed to skate, say like a group of skaters, and they just go all mob the place. They hit it, they rip it, and they dip. They rip oh, and dip. Yeah. Is that what that is? Maybe. And then it's like the cat fuck you. It's like flipping you off. Is that, that what case. it is? Is And is that called a rip and dip? And if it's not, it fucking should be. Uh, because that's kind of cool. And I, I, I can imagine that making a cool video like 
going to skate somewhere you know you're not supposed to. Nowhere nowhere to like get you in trouble. Like they can't find you, dude. If you get caught, you're you're done. I'm not I'm like not inciting anything here. Streetwear brand. They sell apparel shoes and skateboards. Okay. Maybe. That it would be a cool video to see people a rip and dip. Bro, we just rip and dip the fucking Bank of America on Maine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Anyway, ripped and dipped. I was thinking about that. That's an interesting thought. I never really thought about it like that. Um, going back to talking about uh, technocrats. Yeah. Uh, they have all of this power right now. I feel like they're not going to give it up. Like, oh they want to give up as little power as they can, so they maintain as much control over people as they can. The only way, just like any other situation, the only way it's going to stop is if the people stand up and get their respected officials to put a stop to it yeah. and write laws. But they're not going to because yep. they're helping mm. the governments. I kind of covered it before. I believe mm. that every everybody's information is on this shit, dude. If they want information on anybody at any time, yep. they just got to knock on fucking Mark's door. Hey, we're doing an investigation on this dude. Okay. Here, if, access to his information, everything, email, every single thing he's ever put on, his his family, everything. If a FBI agent or something, if someone were to go against Mark Zuckerberg and try to stop him mm. from doing something like that, Mark's like, bro, I got all your data. Like, um, He's going to blackmail the hell out of you, dude. He has the ability to. <laughs> all your data and all your goddamn money, this fool's rich he can pay off anybody to do anything at any time and i feel like that's another reason why no one wants to stop them is because he just pays them off exactly he he has enough money to where people would rather kiss his ass than do the right thing and put some law and order into place it's weird it all starts with pure intent you know yeah and i feel like their wise become i don't know if they are Okay, maybe I'm putting too like too much. Oh, they're evil. I, uh, onto them, but maybe they're trying to fix it. I don't know. I just think it's the immaturity of the human species with this technology. It's not the internet's fault, and it's not this technology's fault. It's our fault for not knowing how to use this technology. Like, I think it's that like Mark and Jack Dorsey, hmm. who are the leads of these. Companies might be like a, a little bit, have a little, a little bit of malintent. Like they not maybe not malintent in their eyes, but they want control. Yeah, they want that. It's and interesting. That yeah. is their why, which is the only thing driving them to create such an empire is they want control. I wonder. That's just so weird. Dude. And they're not going to give it up. But that's another expression of life. That it's choosing to express through these two gentlemen. And uh, yep. they too, just like every person, is precious to somebody, right? That's I mean, that's the idea. Maybe, but... but somebody but, loves these guys. The like, theory is that... That's my son. The that, people who you know, love Mark might be from another planet. Uh, he might not be human. I see, interdimensional. Reptilian. Got it, yeah, yeah. I forgot, so, that's true. His will might not be good for the humanity. No, you're right. No, yeah, yeah. Lizard people. <laughs> yeah. It's because, yeah, everyone's experience matters. And except for reptilians. <laughs> they walk among us. Ugh, creepy. Give that a thought, too, next time you're, ever, you're upset at the guy cutting you off in traffic. You know, if you have kids or you have a girlfriend or parents, brothers, siblings, family... Anybody you respect around you, they're precious to you. You know what I mean? Uh And we forget sometimes that everybody is precious to somebody else. It's They're not just a random person. They may be random to you, but that's somebody's love of their life. That's Mm -hmm. somebody's son. That's somebody's gem of their life you know what i mean so start to recognize the some people hate their sons uh, the precious yeah sure you get the idea though yes yeah <laughs> start to recognize the, the the beauty of the i guess the gem inside that is their humanness the validity the human of every person 
respect people as people. God damn it. You know, you don't need to be overly nice. You don't need to be an asshole. Just everybody's goddamn human. You know what I mean? Be so considerate. Like, respect the person inside them, you know? Mm-hmm. We all want something. We all want our lives to be better. We all want happiness for ourselves and our loved ones. And, I mean, I don't know. Just recognize the human in everybody, bro. I don't know. Yeah. It's hard to Like, I would say even if they're assholes, it was fucking hard because... Why are they such assholes sometimes? I understand you're experiencing life differently, but cut me a break. Well, usually, I mean, typical answer, they're hurting. They're hurting inside. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. And everything bleeds out. It manifests out. I feel that. So there's something going on. There's a problem that needs to be solved that they cannot figure out. That leads into, actually, how uh, we were talking about everyone's experiences and how everyone has their own personal experiences Mm. and how i just wanted to say that i think it's important that people share your story because i feel like that's a lot of what is popular on youtube and the internet right now everyone wants to hear everyone else's story even if it your story doesn't sound exciting or different or anything special it's 100% unique from anyone else's story. So it's going to be it's going to be something that someone will want to watch. Right. <laughs> like it's only human nature to want to experience through another lens. So yeah, share your story. And I feel like that's kind of what we're doing with the podcast. Mhm. I was I was thinking the other day like, "Oh man, I don't know if the podcast is uh centered enough about around like a a certain topic or if we should really triple down on gaming or if we should triple down on the news or triple down on whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like doing the podcast is kind of like building a story of a personal brand. It's like a personal brand kind of building thing. Yeah. It's a per- we're building a personality. So anything that so. I want to do in the future, like it'll be like, Oh, let's like this whole thing is, like a personal backbone, a personal resume. It's your you vibe. Yeah. Also, you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. And um, it's, it doesn't have to be focused around something like that. I don't have to really trip about being too focused because it is kind of just focused on a personal thing. It's like how I think and feel. And I feel like all this information will be used later for say if someone would like to sponsor us or something yeah or someone would like to get to know who i am before they work with us they have this whole backbone or something you know what i mean i do i do i like it because it's uh it's like you said building a story i keep forgetting yeah, and it goes it that ties right back to what we were saying. It's it's being able to share your experience of life with other people. And mm-hmm. ultimately, I mean, it's kind of hard when you're just starting to to get people to listen to your shit. Yeah. That's the biggest challenge, but I think it is important to kind of share your story through your podcast. Uh-huh. And um I feel yeah. like when people hear your shit though, especially now for us, when people hear our shit, there's so much shit. Some of it's old, but I feel like some episodes like this, mm-hmm. it's not very news-based. Yeah. You can listen to this one anytime. Uh-huh. Like, I, some of the news episodes kind of get old or outdated. There's And most of the time, too, news is sprinkled in. It's not yeah. too heavily focused, which is cool, too. True. It kind of lets you know where we were in our life, what time in the world it was going on when we were recording this. Yeah, it's a good little Presidential reminder. election, COVID, lockdowns. All this, all this shit, dude. Uh-huh. And quit not sharing your successes out there because there seems to be a running race. Quit who- not sharing my podcast. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> share it with your friends. Share it with your family. Like <laughs> Your successes. There's, there's a lot of people out here racing to see who has it worse. I got it worse, man. It's a victim mentality out there. It's uh-huh. a victim's world, okay? It really is. You get you complain loud enough. You get a you, you get the response from the celebrity you wanted. You that, think it's, you it's, got it bad? Which I get, dude. I understand. Okay, some people need the attention. 
whatever. But that's not my point. Quit not sharing your successes because like he said, not sharing your story, that's where the human species exists is in the successes that came from the failures or came from you living life. It's like you need to share those successes. If nobody shared their successes, nobody we wouldn't have anything around us great that we have now. Yeah. Because that was a success. Like, keep sharing your successes. That's the only way the human species is going to advance yeah. into a better species. And it's good to be a practice thankful mindset because that's the only way you're going to realize your victories. Yeah. It's hard, though. It's hard when you are oriented and you always want to get that next thing. It always feels like you're not getting enough, uh, but there is a line you have to ride. Like you're saying, it's like blissfully, essentially being grateful, mm-hmm. but not resting on your laurels. Just keep going. Uh, Even though you're grateful, take a moment to reflect. Yes, but don't let that stop you from uh, wanting to advance. Or, yeah, or, I was going to say celebrate, you know, like yeah. once anytime you have a victory or yeah. something, do a little something for yourself. Totally. Uh, if you don't, then you ne- you're never going to be able to do something for yourself, and you're only going to feel bad. Dude, <laughs> in you'll a never get around way, to it. Practicing celebrating is a thing. Like pre- being mm-hmm. able to practice enjoying you winning is something that you need to actively do. Because if you don't, it you're not going to be able to enjoy things as much. Take it from me, dude. I if you don't consciously make yourself and like, not make yourself happy, but if you don't constantly or uh, consciously celebrate your wins, they're you're, they're gonna go right by you. Um, mm-hmm. That that's that's a really good point you made. Yeah, you always gotta remember to treat yourself. You remember that scene from Parks and Rec? Right here, dude. The truth is between what you think and what is. That okay. Um. Anyway, I have a little something to say about Parks and Recreation. <clears throat> Blissfully dissatisfied. Kind Sorry. of hate it. That's the word. Oh, blissfully dissatisfied. What was what was that blissfully dissatisfied? Uh, oh, happy, but you're you're like dissatisfied with what you have, but happily so. So that keeps you wanting to go. Like you're okay with not blissful dissatisfaction would essentially be happy. You're still happy even though you don't feel like you've achieved everything that you can or that you needed to, but you're 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 happy about it. You're at peace with it. Because you're always going to feel that way. Okay with being not okay. Disa- yeah. Yeah. With your um. results. A little something to say about Parks and Recreation, too. Yeah. What about it? Fucking, uh, I kind of don't like it. I kind of used to love it. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is kind of the same vibe of The Office. Uh, mockumentary, uh, funny characters, kind of very similar characters. But it's just like it's the office, but yeah. like woman power, like girls rule, boys drool, it, hard. Yeah, yeah. Every boy character in that show is a stupid, dumb, blithering fool, or like a hmm. simp or incompetent. Yeah. But every girl is like a leader and like a very important, smart character, and like. We're the ones in charge. Like, you guys are stupid for doing being that way. Yeah. Every every dude character. Every, all of them. Maybe except Ron, but he's like, man. And he is like extra Misogynistic. Man. Yeah. Right, right. There's, no, there's hmm. no cool men characters. I guess the coolest one's Rob Lowe, but he's kind of a pussy. Yeah, and he's a little much. He's a little much. Uh, Aziz Ansari is That's incompetent. I never, I never thought of that. The, there is a uh, everyone hates Jerry, for lack of a better term, like a a a, a, a feminization of the man culture going on. Leslie is loved because of the feminization on that show. Uh, yeah, Anne is loved. Donna is a strong black woman. Audrey is a strong young woman coming up in the world, like. With her dumb Smart boyfriend. women. With her dumb, stupid oaf boyfriend. Can make, he can, she can make him do anything. Mm-hmm. Hmm. But what were you saying with the... Uh, oh, yeah, feminization of the world. It's a feminine... Yeah, it's a feminine of the man. 
Yeah. Of specifically the man uh, energy. It's like a, which creates a weird dynamic because, so what what happens here, now hear me out. What's what up? happens here is that the media and all this stuff pushes for a feminization of man where if you look back in the 60s, 70s, what a man looked like is not what a man looks like today. Um, muscles, beards, you know, common man. Okay, the, uh, work. Bring home the bacon. You know that man. Okay, some would find that's too old school. Whatever. You might be part of the problem. But now they have men like the guys from Twilight, the Vampire Boys. They're, they 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 twinkle in the sun, and that's that's what you're supposed to be romantic about. Um, yeah. Men now in movies are very romantic. Look at Ryan Gosling. It's yeah, he's manly. Sure, I. But okay, if there's a guy who's too manly, he's seen as toxic masculinity. Yeah, it's not seen as being a man. No, you're being toxically masculine. You're being a misogynist. It's it's uh. So then, what happens is women, and not all women. Whatever. This is the take. I'll take. They will. They want a man. Women want men. The the typical women and men, okay, if you fall into the women and man gender, I know the animal a dynamic nowadays. But they want a man. They don't want a soft boy. They don't want an Edward Cullen who twinkles in the sun. They want a man who handles shit, man. who takes care of business, who has a plan, who they who they can count on, who who's loyal, who will be there when they need him. They want that man who can support and protect the family. Sounds but it's, nice. It's creating a weird pussified man, for lack of a better term, that women now are getting very upset with the men they're with. And it's they're mad because the man isn't being a man. But then if they were to step up, they're taught that they should be treated like a princess, so they're double mad at the man. Like Okay. Why this, is that ha- why are they doing that? Who's, it's a, it's, it's a, I can watch, I have to watch the, uh, I'll have to watch the presentation, but I'll come back to you guys with that one. I'll have more (laughs) answers. It's a, it's the attack on the sacred feminine. That's all it is. I'll leave it at that and I'll do my own research and I'll bring it back to you guys nice and hot. Yeah. That'll be good. On the next thing on pops. Hopefully that'll, yeah, that'll be a good one. Fucking, uh. Yeah. I feel like a lot of movies have been doing that. I'm not, the first time I noticed it was in uh, Iron Man 3. When they made Pepper Potts come and save the day, save Tony Stark's life by jumping and kicking ass out of the fire. When Pepper Potts was never an action hero <laughs> character. It was just Tony Stark's girl. But they had to like make her like a, a badass and save Tony because Behind girls can be hero. cool too. Uh, I, I talked about that on another episode. We did. Girls can be cool, but right. it takes something different to be a cool girl. Yeah, just and being an actual cool girl. You don't have to shove it down my throat. And you don't make, have to be an action hero to be cool. If a girl's an action hero, I don't see that as cool. I see it as kind of cringe. Hmm, yeah. It kind of makes me cringe when I see girls kick ass on movies. You know, like the cool. <laughs> it, it's the, it depends on how you pull it off. Like, what's that movie? Kick ass. Yeah, she was badass, dude. That was really cool. She was badass. <laughs> yeah. Like she kicked ass. She was a little badass. Like, oh fuck, she was cool. Yeah. But it did it wasn't shoved in my face. She was just kind of part of it. That's uh, true. But uh Kill yeah, Bill's that, kinda cool too. She like, kills it, dude. She kills the feminine it. Feminine isn't shoved in your face. And I think it's because she's not overly feminine. She's not overly sexualized as a female. She has a believability that she could actually be a badass woman. And that in itself is sexy. Sexier than seeing some sexy woman kicking ass. Yeah. That's just so cringe, dude. Ugh. Ooh, cringe. Someone who won't kick ass making them kick ass. Dude. Kind of cringe. Come on, man. Mm. Kind of cringe. What would happen me. if you gave a monkey AI? It would become a human. Is that what we're doing now? <laughs> That's actually? what is that, is that what just happened? That's what we are. <laughs> uh, Shit. Now we are AI'd monkeys creating further AI. <laughs> oh, oh, that is what happened. <laughs> um, so okay, so I saw on TikTok 
Charlie D'Amelio got a hundred million followers. Okay. Um, oh, she hit it. She hit. She hit the mark. Uh, what I want to know is what useful, like, world helping, like, people furthering information or services is Charlie D'Amelio offering people, to where she's getting a hundred million people behind her back. She's just crying online about losing a couple followers, and then she gets a hundred million followers. Like, what value does that bring? I think it's where's a, the a, equal value to. It's gain mostly ratio. just the everybody's watching it, so I got to also. Everybody was everybody was watching six nine. I got to listen to his next song. I think it's more yeah. of just like where the people are. I got to be. Uh, it's just you want to be like the crowd. You, you want to see what the hell they're looking at. Okay. Like, it happens on the freeway. Somebody looks. We all have to slow down. I know physically the cars slow down. I get it. But if you're in a crowd and everybody starts looking in a direction, you're going to be like, the fuck? You're going to just look over at it. It's sheer curiosity. And these are just digital curiosity looks. And then they're just not unlooking, you know? Because you don't have to stare at the page if you follow. But it, yeah. it, it oh, fuck it. I'll do it. Now, I don't, I don't feel like you have to, uh, I don't know if you agree, guys, but, uh. I think that the the Milios might be something like the next Kardashians, just because of how many. That's what Gary Vee says. Yeah, I swear he's yeah. Of how many of the youth are following them, and like they can easily make a TV show about just like the fucking Kardashians' life. <laughs> their TV show is just nothing about their life. They already are, dude. The the Milios can do that easy. Mm-hmm. They're the next Kardashians, calling it on the show, and uh, like, it's just crazy how those. Like, what value are they bringing to where they're getting breaking in this kind of fame and fortune? I don't know, dude. <laughs> I feel like the exchange is not. You know equivalent. what it is? This is it. Look, alchemy rules runs off equal and equivalent exchange. You give this much value, you'll get this much back. They, I feel like they're just entertaining, giving some entertainment, and are getting like. Entertainers have always gotten an off balance of that. Of that formula, always. Sports stars, big I feel like main actors. It's usually through work and like hard work. But see, this here is <clears throat> I am you. It's attainable yeah. now. People think they can do it too. True. And it's like, they're just me. It, they're not. There's a lot of work that goes behind these videos. They make it look like that. <sighs> it, there's work that goes behind vlogs that seem seamless. There's a little bit of work behind yeah. these podcasts that people on the live will be able to see that the recording comes out beautiful, dude. I just wonder if it's it's the it's the parents that must be helping them out with it. 100%. Just like it was the Kardashians' parents that set them up. It's these D'Amelio's parents that are setting them up. I think the D'Amelio girls, honestly, are more clever than their parents. I think the parents are taking a back seat. But they are enabling and they've provided the infrastructure for the girls to be able to flourish, for sure. They could not have done it without those parents. There was a reason why I was going to say that the Because are the D'Amelios, Dixie and Charlie, actually doing the work behind the scenes of the videos? Or are their parents the ones who are able to get their computer or set it up? Or, oh, hold on. Or are their parents able to, like, hire people? to edit their videos for them and do this for them. Like, I'm doing all this myself, the editing and the posting. Do their parents have the knowledge to be able to hire people for them to do all that shit for them with their money? Because they're young. They're very young. Um, I don't discredit the level of creativity they can have just because they're young. Mm -hmm. You can be creative. It's just still hard to do all that posting. (laughs) Like yeah, all the I hard mean, work that it looks like it goes on behind the scenes, I feel like it's being taken care of for them. Like what? Like the... For example. Like, if, if they have a vlog, a Charlie D'Amelio vlog going on, it's probably run by someone that... Or edited by someone that their parents pay with their money that they make. I, mean, I don't maybe. think the, Char- they, I don't think the started, D'Amelios edit it. They started posting their own videos on before they got... One follower. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I don't think that was as much of a grind. I don't think it was really hard work for them. But see, look, so get this. So when you have, you get the, you get the attention on TikTok, you want to make a vlog, 
you just reach out and say, I'm trying to make a vlog. Mm -hmm. Someone says, okay, I film and I edit. Great. I can also That's post. so easy for them. Like, yeah, There's no course. grind. Well, there was a grind on TikTok before their first follower. You know, she had to download the app. She had to, <clears throat> she had to dance. She had to do everything herself. She did that. Right. That's all the grind was, though, for her, was randomly <laughs> getting a viral video of her. But how many of them? No, but see, that's the problem. Bro, I love that you're saying this because you don't know the – you don't understand the motions going on behind the scenes that can lead to the next – Boom in your life. The most interesting opportunities yeah. ever, ever. So yeah, to us, it looks like she just downloaded TikTok, so started dancing, got 100 million followers. Yeah. Shoot me now. False. She had a life in which I don't know much about her, mind you, but I do know that she was a dancer prior. Yeah. So she knew how to dance. She had a whole life building passion for dancing. This is me trivializing it down. For sure. But I think it's going to get the point across. She has a whole point, of, a whole life of entertaining, dancing for entertainment, um, practicing dancing and dancing for an audience uh, and a passion for all of that stuff. So then TikTok comes around. None of this stuff would have happened five years, 10 years ago. If yeah. Dixie was around 10 years ago, it's just timing, timing and opportunity. But you don't know what's going on behind the scenes that's going to reveal to you your next big opportunity. Like, remember we were yeah. at the Quantopia show with Post Malone. Post Malone would not be who he is. If there's this this guy, this random guy completely unrelated to Post Malone at the time, got in a fight with his girlfriend, she kicked him out of the apartment. Shout out first. The, person X. Person X goes to, uh, I think, first apartment? Yeah, went, goes to first apartment and starts sleeping on the couch or something. Uh. Long story short, this guy who gets kicked out of his apartment introduces... A producer named First to Post Malone, who then they make it their his first album, Post Malone's first album together, which ends up leading to Post Malone being who he is today. If this random dude didn't get in a fight with his girlfriend that day, Post Malone would have never had the life he has today. Yeah, that's 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 true. That's like a lot of like destiny. Like, you don't know. But that that fighting with my girlfriend wasn't hard work and a grind. That's no, just but that's, that <clears throat> the grind is just part of the equation. You can't. You, it's not just grind and you'll get it. Mm. There's life happens. Like yeah. there's things that happen behind the scenes. You have no idea and you can't even grasp True. your head around it because all you see is your life, your little teeny little pinhole perception of this universe. You can't even understand what's happening behind the scenes, bro. So is it fair to say that someone can grind more than the D'Amelios? Oh, Come out on underneath. Like, one million, that happens every single goddamn day. Why is that? Just because they were born in the wrong time or just because they didn't meet the right person or it just wasn't in their life. It's not not everybody's meant to be just D'Amelio. Lucky. If you, not everybody's going to be D'Amelio. That's not your life, bro. Unless it is. I don't I, think that's I, my I, life. I could imagine you could be if you grinded. But I don't feel like they grinded to get where they are. <laughs> like... Enough. It's, it's a different... You, Who am I? But. There's, it, it's one thing, bro, to get to the top. It's harder to stay on top when you're there. It's yeah. not easy to stay there. They're doing something right. It's not a, an accident that they're this famous. The Kardashians True. aren't this famous on accident. True. It's, it's played. Belle Delphine is not popular on accident. If you Did you see the Cold Ones interview with her? Yeah. She goes into so many things about how a lot of the things we see on the internet and a lot of the stories that get publicized, blah, it's all planned. It's all planned out. The crying because she lost X amount of followers, planned. She knows it was being recorded. It was part of right. her vlog. You don't think it was she knew? It's just, it's, it's, they're writing their own stories here, bro. And it's the storytelling. It's not the dancing anymore, bro. It's, it's the storytelling. storytelling. That's what's yeah. going on here. Storytellers rule the world. That's why this podcast is cool. Yeah. That's why it's good that we can use it to tell the story. And I think that's what the purpose is. Mm -hmm. I don't think it has to find a deeper purpose or reason. It's like telling our story. We do it because we like it, you know? And you've got to do more things that you like, regardless of if you think it's going to blow up or not. Yeah. You've got to do it because you like doing it. I feel like I do it because 
I know it'll lead to something. Like, I don't know. It's got, it has to, you know? Effort, so, only, like... <laughs> effort only breeds results. That I believe in that wholeheartedly. Yeah. You keep doing something for long enough, something else happens. It's like, it just manifests. But you also have to have a vision of what you're trying to do so you can course it that way. Otherwise, it's, life is chaos, remember. I've heard these D'Amelio girls have interviews with Gary Vee and stuff and like some business people and like they sound like they're just kids and like they don't sound very smart or like they have these they just got lucky dude. you don't have you to, mentioned it they just they just had that dealt the hand it's timing too because like i said they can be the same exact person with the same exact parents but tiktok isn't here vine isn't here what if they came before myspace what if they were born in the 80s if they just were here now the beatles were there now i would have liked it's to not, have thought that the mindset of the D'Amelios, or like even if TikTok wasn't here, they would have found something else to be famous in. I've I thought I would have thought that was they the had case. potential. I don't know if they would have possibly found it. I think who knows, dude? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> There's no telling. But you can't compare. You can that, never ever compare, dude. That world exists though. Where that happened. Well, yeah, I mean, infinity, bro. Come yeah, on. of course. So there will come in time, a point in time where you will have to compare because you'll be like, hmm, which one do I have to go to? <laughs> hmm. don't, don't, don't compare now. Don't mind. Don't think too much about it because we don't have the technology to jump between timelines Well, don't timelines compare yet. your life to somebody else's life. Okay, that's better. Because it's not your life. That makes sense. literally not. You don't, there's nothing else. It's not that your experience. This is, this, the experience you're having now is the experience you're, you're to have. You know? Wow, interesting. And we, you have to share it. Share your story, people. I said it already on the podcast. I feel like that's important. Share your story. I don't know why. I felt like that was important. Share your successes. And share the goddamn podcast. Share the podcast with your friends. If you think they would get any value from this. I think this is a pretty fire episode. Yeah, this was. This was fun. Straightforward conversations. Um... I want to do a 24-hour live stream soon, guys, on the Twitch. If you want to follow us there, it's going to be for a charity. We already mentioned, I think, St. Jude's or something. Hopefully, we can look more into that, get a little connection there. Um, 24-hour live stream, we're thinking, just, just off the top of my head, Gears of War or Halo, complete series run-through. Uh, if you guys have any ideas for live stream games, though, for that day... Hit us up in the DMs on Instagram at Neon Popsicle. Neon underscore Popsicle? Neon underscore Popsicle. Yep. Um, I do want to ask real quick. Yes, ask away. Why do you move so goddamn slow in zero gravity? Why are they moving like this? I know, I would be like... Just in the sky. Oh, very interesting. Maybe... Like, what is that? <laughs> what is that? Does gravity make you fast? I would imagine you'd be quicker without all the weight on you. It's... <laughs> right? I mean, I, I, I saw the... Because the, NASA just sent four astronauts up with Elon Musk to the space station. And they all went into the new ship. They When they got there, they are staying there for a month or something like that. 90 days or some crazy... Mm, interesting thought. And they all went in, and they're all. I think I. Might, and they hug all slow. I might know why. <laughs> Maybe it's dangerous to move quickly in zero g, because organs will be flopping. Like maybe, it's good to keep You're us. You're trained that way, to move slow. Maybe. Maybe if anybody knows the answer, please DM us. Please on neon underscore popsicle on Instagram. And keep an ear out for the Neon Popsicle Christmas album <laughs> coming to an iTunes store near you. Stay human, stay strong, stay human, and stay up. See you guys next time. See you. Peace out. Zzz.